0: It's time for another game day, hosted by Flames Nation and Barn Burner at Greta Bar Y Y C. Join the crew at our favorite game day watch party spot, Greta Bar Y Y C, Saturday, March 23rd, to watch Calgary take on Vancouver. Doors open at 7 p.m. Tickets are $10. Good food, good prizes, and a guaranteed good time. This event is brought to you by McLeod Law LLP and Village Honda. Get your tickets at NationGear.ca before they sell out. Hi, buddies! Welcome to the uh, welcome to the show, the program, the podcast. This uh, this part of your day. How are we? Uh, it's, uh, I'm off center. Gosh. Hey, can we, uh, can we get somebody to, uh, oh, wait, it's. uh, I'm all solo in here today, buddy. I'm all lonely. I got no buddies is it around. Is quiet? You must love it. It'd be nice and quiet. You can have a nap. It is pretty quiet. Yeah. It's pretty quiet. The, uh, the place downstairs that's there humming right along, lots of phone ringing and there's lots going on downstairs. Not so much up here. Not so much up here, very quiet. Well you were up late
1: last shot. night. You need quiet. You probably go there for your little
0: siesta. Should I fix this shot? I've got know too much headroom. I'm about... over are, are
1: Can't you move Really, that, are are
0: you the leg really the that
1: worried about it? Are you like, do you think people are gonna be that's they've tuned in to make
0: sure that your head is perfectly positioned? <laughs> there we go. We could use that one. Did you do that, Alex, or did I do that? Look at that goodness gracious oh I got it. shit I haven't run well, there's nobody here to do it anyway I was gonna say I didn't start recording the audio yet should I record the audio
1: I have uh, no idea that sounds very technical but is it did you have to do the two buttons at once that's a lot to ask
0: yeah the the red button and the play button the record both yeah. at once a <laughs> coordination to do buddy no coordination um but there you see in the uh, in the left side, there's uh, there's no Ryan Pinder today. He is off for the week. He is off to uh, uh, to the club in, I believe it's Palm Springs.
1: My his hoof is guy. okay because that would suck.
0: Uh, I know a, I know a pharmacist who got him the stuff that he needed, so I think he'll oh, be okay. Yeah, good. I think there's uh, some relief on the way. Uh, I'm just looking here on the old youtube hello my buddies from bulgaria how about that hey never been
1: there never been there what happens in bulgaria like what goes on in bulgaria do they have a certain is there a food from bulgaria that we should be trying we love food your glasses are all messed up man dude your glass your glasses are all (laughs) pull yourself together just because you're in there all alone, you don't have to look like – is that just a shine of something? No, or... I had
0: to put my reading glasses over the sunglasses because oh. you can't read. Hello, my buddies from are... Bulgaria. I do not know what to do with Flaming Sea Jersey now. I will give Jersey to old lady. She will make nice red socks for poor kids. <laughs> so that's <laughs> someone from – either someone's having some fun or they uh, they don't know what to do. i got to change this thing. What did so you
1: you were up last night? Did you say I was up? Pinder told me about that stupid show that was shot out in Calgary, so I started watching it. And I'm an old man. Very popular. It was fine. It was. I mean, I, I watched it. I watched it in two days. So, but I I also skipped forward a lot. So, anyway. Apparently then I when it I finished that the game was on, so I turned it on and watched the disaster unfold so just for two periods
0: yeah, yeah it was uh it was hard to watch, uh, I guess depending on
2: yeah
0: I gotta
1: say this though
0: that l a team is awesome.
1: they play old school fast lanes, they layer everything. They support, support, support. Offensively, they support back. Defensively, that team last night was dialed in. You do not want to play the Kings
0: right now. Pinder asked on the uh, on the on Afterburner last night, kind of the buy it or sell it. Is that the team you would fear the most in the Pacific Division right now? Obviously, you've got Vegas, but. It's recency bias, right? Because we just saw Vegas, and we'll see them again this week. But this is this—it's a ten-game point streak. Like what? It's a, they're flying right now. Even better at home. I've been I'm talking better, about goaltending. If you're going to play like that, you're you're going to win despite some bad goaltending. And I don't—I don't even think it's that bad. Yeah, they I came at the Flames right. Either. Yeah, right from the start, they had their foot in the gas.
1: They were not going to be denied. I don't think the Flames have been handed a a cushy schedule and I don't think they do themselves any favors and I'm not making excuses for the flames. I would be hard pressed to find a team on that list right there. You're just showing that would have beat mm-hmm. the Kings last night. They're they're would they're, they're they are fast. Everyone is flying and they're all going all the time. It's not a, you know, and like I said, it's old school. And I don't know why I feel like I'm, I'm seeing something that's, I think I feel like I'm seeing some cuz I don't you don't see it with teams. Now you got teams that stretch, stretch, right? They get the pocket their, their end, you know, uh Anderson made that awesome pass for Richie to score that goal against Dallas. Beauty, you know, but Richie's stretching. Yeah. The Kings To me, they didn't look like they stretched it out. There were always a five-foot pass. There was always a five-foot pass available when they were getting cut off. They're coming with speed. If they're getting cut off, it's a little dish, and the next guy is flying, and then the next guy is going, and then the next guy is going. It was impressive hockey.
0: And and they beat – however you want to do it, right? If you want a highly skilled uh, Adrian Kempe. I'll, and you talk about it, the one stretch pass that was from Edler Looks to Kempe true. for the breakaway goal. Then the Rister passed Tanev and in. They scored the beautiful goal in the power play just inside the post as Markstrom came across to his right. Forechecking. I checking mean, The fore-check got Zdorov into a mistake and they scored off of it. They oh. forechecked on Tanev, turned the puck over, scored a goal. I mean, there you see it on, on the screen. It was Shots were 39-18, 8-2 final. And it almost wasn't that close. The the one goal that they scored made it three to one. And you thought, okay, well, that's an early second period.
1: I think it was four to one.
0: Was it four to one?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Jesus Christ. Yeah, so so that made it four to one either way. They weren't, they weren't close last night. That And I don't know if it's fatigue. I said it to you yesterday. You were. I worried about that game, and not to that degree, but I worried about it just because even if all things are, are equal, you, Flames go on a two-game road trip. They come back for one. They go back on the road. This is a very good team. They're very, very good at home, but they flexed hard. And not that you're ever going to come out. And, oh, let's just take it easy we don't need to come out hard tonight guys these guys are on a road trip let's just you're always going to try and come out but it really felt like the kings were coming out ready to crush the flames early and often and they did and the flames had they just couldn't there was nothing they could do
1: there didn't look like the kings were too concerned at all about what the flames wanted to do you know the typical playoff uh, quote that you get after games. Well, we don't worry about the other team. We go play our game. That's what the Kings did. They absolutely dictated play. And I'm not even being hard on the Flames. I mean, you, I guess you could flip it and say, well, the Flames sucked and they didn't show up. No, I don't think that was the case. I think the Kings are ready to go and they snot bubbled them. They just absolutely yeah. rolled them. And I don't think if those two teams play, again, I'm not, I don't know that the Flames played their best game. But the Kings didn't allow them to play any game, and I don't no. think if you ran into that team in a playoff series, I don't know how you match up because you don't have the speed that they have. You're that those forwards are going to forecheck the piss out of your defensemen, and the same yeah. thing is going to happen. And yeah, there might have been a little fatigue, and the travel's not good. It had nothing to do with it. It had no. everything to do with the Kings being absolutely dialed in, ready to go, and they just cruised
0: it's like you said it's it's not just that they had the speed but it's how they use it they were willing to work go into the dirty areas willing to forecheck go to the front of the net there was a lot to like i'm sure they're not always that lopsided but i i get the feeling that that's i mean look at the you see the record they're 41 wins flames up 31 this is a considerably better kings team and i'm with you i look at it it's like well yeah I if you want to play the Oilers in round one, that'd be okay because I don't see the Oilers beating that team. I think they're going to be a tough out.
1: The yeah. way they played, th- that is, that is, and and they don't over rely. I mean, Doughty plays a ton, but but he loves. He's always played lots, and that's what he does. So it's, I'm not worried about him. Whether they don't over rely on too many guys. Everyone chips in. That's
0: I like how that team's put together. I like how they play. And, I was just going to say, last night they were without their leading scorer, Kevin Fiala. He has 68 points in 66 games and he wasn't playing. So they uh, absorbed his loss uh, fine. But uh, I'm with you. I was wa- watching uh, Gabe Velarde. It's like this guy's shooting the puck all the time, shooting it and hard. Gabe Velarde's got 23 goals and Victor Arvidsson's got 20 goals and Kempe's got 34. Kopitar, 26. Fiala, 22. Like, yeah, that's. When you've got three lines of guys that can score and check and come at you, it's it, it gives you a little bit of envy. I, we, we talked Pinter and I did the afterburner last night, and I said to us, like, so how long was this? Because you remember they took Quentin Byfield at number two. There were some dark years there in L.A. How do you get to that point where now you have some young guys coming through and some talent? So how long, if you subscribe Whoa. to being bad for a bit to get better, how long does it take? And it it really wasn't that bad. Pinder's point was, you have a couple Hall of Famers in that mix as well, in Doughty and Kopitar, to kind of carry some of that load. But it was a three year a three year span that they missed. Well, uh, so they missed for
1: three years, but they won twice the previous six years, right? Like I'm I trying to remember what, yeah. over the last decade or so, they've won a couple, and they've missed the playoffs a couple times, like it's a pretty nicely organized team and you got to remember dowdy and pinder would have been critical of him. i i think a lot of people wondered if dowdy would be able to continue to play it at a yeah. pace like this right it, like they were young when they won and then they've kind of you felt like there was a bit of a dip i mean remember the year pinder thought kopitar was basically done like and we all have to take chances and, and have a, form some opinions, but these guys are having no issues. keeping up with the kids right now. Like
0: they're awesome. That was the year. I'm just looking at it here now. 2021. No, you know what? It's uh, going back even further. It was the 1617 season and Andre Kopitar in 76 games had 12 goals and Pinder declared him as, as being washed he came back to score 35 the next year, and then 22, and then 21, and then you've got the COVID years in there, and already, uh, as I said, he's back up to 26 goals. Um, and doughty's playing 26 minutes a night. Does he need to play 26? I, I don't know. But Sean Dursey, I, I know, is one of I, guys he's out right now, but 26-17 average. I think he likes, playing. Think he likes yeah.
1: playing lots of, like, I think that's how he likes to operate. So it's working. It's absolutely working. So should we beat uh, up on the flames or is it really worth it? Like, I don't, I don't think that's. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll get into it. I do want to, we're here in the tower Chrysler studios today. Tower Chrysler, uh, you know what? They were first in retro, this whole barn burner thing. They were first in Serge was the first guy to put his hand across the table and shake it and say, yeah, we're, we want to be a part of what we're doing. So we certainly appreciate them. I got the, uh, nation Jeep all cleaned up yesterday. Oh, so pretty. It's so pretty. I got a little video I'll show you later. Uh, but they are of course uh, consumer choice award winners. Calgary's favorite Chrysler Dodge dealer. TowerChrysler.com. Uh flames. Yes, we can we can go at it any way you'd like, sir. Well, here's how I'd like to cuz I was watching it last night. If you're a kid from LA or
1: Colorado or Seattle, you're a kid from the Midwest, you're a kid from Florida, you know, not even aligned with the team you're a kid how about a kid from saskatoon you're a kid from saskatoon who's your favorite player on the calgary flames and he would he be in your top 10 league right do you know what i'm getting at like yeah there's no one to get we like our team and it's fine there's no one on that squad that you get behind well, I mean, I'm it would sorry. have been.
0: A- there's not. A, year ago, there's you had,
1: not a year ago you had a year you had Gaudreau, you yes. had
0: Kachuk, you had
1: plenty. Yes, but if, now, if you're- that's my point. If you're going to watch the Flames play last night in L.A., what's your draw? You're a hockey fan. Sure, it's L.A. It's a place to be seen. But you're not going because there's a Calgary Flame. It's the Flames. There, there, there's no draw on that on the Flames card that's dragging you down. I gotta go watch this. I gotta go watch the squad. The draw in LA might have been Daryl Sutter, actually, just because he had successor. But my point being, if you're a kid from Saskatoon, you're not waking up without heavy influence from a parent and choosing a Calgary Flame as your top as your favorite player in the league.
0: It's hard to look at this team right now, and I'm I'm, I'm just kind of. we haven't danced around it we've talked about it that there's just something and you you said it early i've given you credit already a number of times by the 10 game mark you saw that there's something not right whether it's too many new faces or the coach is wearing on them or guys making too much money or whatever the case is and i i said it last night i've just it's like there's five guys at a time going over the boards skating a shift and then coming back it doesn't feel like there's any chemistry or affection for one another and how do you tell how through a tv screen from afar how can you tell you can't but i feel like you can you're a long ways away and you saw it early and it hasn't gotten better At when you, you you've been in locker rooms your whole life how, how would you describe what you see with this team because we see now they're not going to be a playoff team in all likelihood and there's so we, we had so many career years last year, and there's so many guys who are going to have almost career worsts this year. What is it just chemistry? What, what do you chalk it it's up chemistry. to you can't? It is chemistry. It's
1: expectations. It's uh, being ha- – you know, I, I think Tree was handed a bad card with, with the way things played out. I think that the Gaudreau thing was a personal, perhaps political choice. And I don't want to really get into it, but I'm guessing there was some of that of how life was being lived up in Alberta. Um, so you had to deal with that. you got a guy like Kachuk that leaves and you had just won. They won the conference last year. You're, you're supposed to be lining up for numerous years of deep playoff runs. I, th- I said it from the start. I think the moves they made for the trade with Kachuk were excellent, but the signings were poor and people argued with me. They're all oh, cadre. a proven winner. And this, said, yeah, he's also a proven guy that move is, this. They've had to move. And oh, he came to Calgary for less money. Bullshit. Somebody showed me the contract offer where he was making a bunch more money and he walked away from it. I, I find it extremely hard to believe he's a veteran guy, old guy, I don't mind how he plays, but I don't think he's ever been a keep the glue together in the room kind of guy. I don't think he's a glue guy. I think Hubert O is a talented player, but I don't think Hubert O understood what playing in Calgary market would be like, or playing for a coach like Sutter would be like. And I think that they had free reign down there and life was pretty good. You had a guy like Barkov that carried it. Anyway, I didn't agree with the signings, as the trade and all that I could get behind. But signing up,
2: the guys,
1: the yeah. extensions, I didn't agree with any of the extensions or the free agent signing because that crew had never played together. You just committed all your money to pieces you didn't know if they fit. You didn't know if they jived. You didn't know if they got along. You did and you can say chemistry is nothing, and I can say you're an idiot. Go go, spend a year in a locker room and tell me that chemistry doesn't matter. It's It matters more than anything. So I just was worried when they signed those guys uh, with the age they were, without having been proven, with a major lifestyle. Maybe Colorado to, to Calgary isn't a major lifestyle change, but I can tell you what, Florida to Calgary? Is a major f and lifestyle change, right? Like it's a big deal. So, and now, now it's uh, it brings no joy to say that I, I'm right because now they're screwed. I think now, uh, how do you get out of it is now the issue. They, they, we've we've heard this team before say, no, no, there's no issues in the room. Everything, everybody, we love each other. We're great. Yeah, but you don't make the playoffs, and you don't try hard, and you don't care about each other, and clearly, because we see it over and over. What is? What are they going to sell us at the end of the year? Wow, was it bad luck? Maybe, maybe it was. And winning changes a lot. And if Markstrom's sharper at the start of the year, all that maybe the maybe the chemistry builds better. I don't see it. I just don't see it. I think once you've established that you play the way they've played this year, I think it's hard to change without. And I think the biggest thing, not the biggest, I keep having thoughts. But another thing to consider, they, what has LA done? You know, we're we're talking about great. They are. Well, they've brought all of those guys, all of them. They've brought along Arvidsson. Who did they bring in? Arvidsson, Fiala, and uh, Daniel.
0: Was it? Is that who it is? No. Yeah. Denol came in from Montreal than, as the, uh, as a free yeah, agent, but on, yeah.
1: But other than that, what have they done? They've drafted and brought kids along and made
0: tough decisions, right? Like yeah. we've not Looking done that him, in Calgary. Yeah, I mean you've got not, Alex Edler and Phoenix Copley isn't one of their guys, but you yeah, start to go up. You and know what I'm? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know what you. you
1: you know Kemp exactly eight, what r.a
0: byfield lazar kopitar
1: dowdy they were all brought along
0: drafted there all of them so and you know what and and a year ago you kind of had that right because gaudreau yes and, and yes. monahan we've talked about it i don't want to get they too loved far away, each other off the table you can't control that i guess and yeah but gaudreau monahan and gaudreau Gachuk,
1: i think those guys actually truly cared for each other and the way you truly care for guys is you grow together you grow together you have to have some time spent together to create that chemistry and i don't think inserting inserting 30 year olds or 30 plus year olds with fat contracts is a is a recipe for the gelling or the chemistry that needs to take place. If you're one piece away and you've created a team that's growing and they're on the cusp and you need to add a piece for a playoff run, sure, sell me on that. But if you have to go outside your organization to find your centerpieces, I think you're screwed. I think you've, uh, and I, I think it was not, to his own doing, but the buck stops at Treliving's door. And whether or not you uh, the the you saw the Goudreau thing coming or you it's, it's still your it's still yours to deal with. The Kachuk thing, sure. And I think you did all right until you signed those guys. Because right now, if those if you hadn't brought in Kadri and you'd have kept Bonahan And it's easy for me to say, but I said it at the time. Keep them play it out. Let it play out. Keep the first round pick. You'd have had that first round pick, the Giordano one. I'll say again, there's another first round pick. You would have traded Huberto for a first round pick, whether it's this year or next year. It doesn't matter. All of a sudden, instead of going into next year with a bunch of fat contracts and guys that don't perform well together, you would have a plethora of draft picks, and a bill and cap room to manipulate as you need it. Now you are hooped. How are you moving forward other than
0: riding it out with the group you got? As an alumni, people are going to talk to you about this team. I'm curious. Have you had, what have you been, are you getting intel from guys here, guys that played, guys around the team, are you hearing things about what's maybe happening? I'm not looking to throw anybody under the bus or share anything that you're not, you don't want to share. But at, at this point, we're all hearing stuff. And I have people from other markets. You know what's bad? The last time I remember is when, and it, was, it felt like it was literally dark at the dome. Down in the underneath, it just felt like the, the, they hadn't re- replaced fluorescent light bulbs. Like it was so dark and dingy. And it was when they traded Jokinen and Prust. That night to the Rangers, it was like, oh, man, what is going on? It was just such a miserable place. It's kind of that same thing. I have people, so, hey, what's going on in Calgary? And I got the same stuff when they signed the offer sheet to Ryan O'Reilly and that whole mess with, again, what's what's going on in Calgary? I'm getting that same thing because the word is out that not just are they probably missing the playoffs, but there's something not – there's something up over at the dome in that locker room.
1: Yeah. I heard that a lot earlier. The scary part for me now is that I don't hear from, I mean, it's two things. I heard there was more issues than maybe we were led to believe early in the year. And so that's, that was concerning and it's kind of played out and proven itself that these people were onto something. But now the concern is the silence that I hear from people that were fans of the team. They don't give a shit. They're not. They're not. Usually, I'd get, "Hey, have you watched? What what do you think?" It's it's crickets. It's crickets. So clearly, people are starting to go to get fed up with it because it does feel the same, and that's that's not a good thing for for anyone involved. We complain and take shots and this and that. Well, we have to, and we try to be really fair. And uh, I think that we only talk poorly when we feel there's reasons to talk poorly. And I, I don't think that we do it just for whatever the.
0: Yeah, it's not clicks. It's not. It's not. not, Yeah, it's not
1: shocks, and it's not clickbait. But I think there, the the. When the team is this, or when the fan base is this quiet about what's going on, that's that's the scariest, because it does no one any good for this team to be ignored. The city, so, needs, yeah, needs <laughs> the city needs and deserves more than what
0: they're getting. Um, I've said it before, and it's you know. I've you often hear that the opposite of uh, of love is hate, and it's it's a lot of times it's not. The opposite is indifference, and that's when you and I remember Ken King would say the same thing. So you can love us or hate us, but at least we're in your we're in your consciousness and you're thinking about us and you care. It's when people are indifferent and it's meh. That's when there's cause for concern and i wonder if we're starting to get into that a little bit if we're not already um but, is but, anyone in and up upro- they i know they're talking about this this the rink. and I,
1: this is i mean you are bound to be negative or considered negative when the team's played this well yeah and often an eight 2 loss and a team that doesn't look like they're going to make the playoffs and with all the changes they had and you know the the bs that comes out of the room the like it sounds like they're snipping about the coach and this anyway it's the it's it's no i've kind of lost my train of thought because there's so much crap going on but is anyone is is anyone talking about the rink i know they're talking about a new rink
0: but as the fans talking about the rink yeah and you know what i think i think on one hand by design that the people that are involved in those and i know ryan pike had something i think i saw the 24th there's going to be an update, but I think fans and Calgarians are just so used to, I said, it's like Lucy pulling the football on Charlie yeah. Brown fans. have had the football pulled, pulled away so many times. I'm not, tell me what, when you start digging a hole, let me know. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people are at, but in terms of the, in terms of the team and hearing, and, and I think that it's, I think you've got a coach and GM. There's dysfunction there. And Frank Saravalli, he's talked about it for a while. And I think there's dysfunction between players inside the room. And you know there's heavy dysfunction between players towards the coach. The latest, and I'll bring this in now, Elliot Friedman, our former friend, Elliot Friedman, was on the Jeff Merrick show today on the podcast. And the topic of the Flames came up. And I'll read you the quote. It's actually on our website, uh, flamesnation.ca. Jeff Middleton wrote about it about an hour ago. The quote from Elliot: I've heard that Cadre has been very vocal about what he sees going on in Calgary and why the team isn't firing on all cylinders. I think he's been very blunt about the communication between the players and the coach there. I'm betting some of that frustration boiled over in that game Saturday night. I'm curious to see where this is all going to go. So, of course, Cadre, you know, makes makes mistakes and it ended up in the back of their net and then it gets put on the, essentially the fourth line but this goes beyond that what I'm what I'm hearing is there there's some players that have basically said I'm not coming back if this guy is behind the bench I'm fucking done and Daryl has like a lot of those coaches they have a shelf life I didn't think we'd get there this quickly. They come in, they have success, then they scrap and fight to find answers, then you can't find them, and then eventually uh, the coach moves on. But I don't think, wh- when you talk about what's next season going to be, I think the next two months are going to be incredible to watch. And it's not about free agency or anything like that, because you say it, the money's spent. Who's going to be behind the bench? What, who's coaching it? Who's running it? Is there a general manager president i I think everything is is on the table right now. The way I feel right now, I kind of feel like I'd be shocked if Daryl's back. I don't know if he even wants to come back
1: i I'm, I'm, I'm the same way i don't, I'm not as surprised I told you that winning that Jack Adams is going to be a bad thing for Sutter because he's going to overdo it next this year, and he has. But bringing in those guys, and Kadri, on one hand, I'm like, do your effing job. And guess what? You probably won't find yourself on the fourth line. When you get your clock cleaned on the face by Ben in a must-win game, what are you there for? So it's Daryl's fault you can't win a, a face-off when we need you to? Are you getting paid all that money? That's supposed to be your kind of your thing, right? Shut down other guys. Mm. Easy to point the finger. So I get stuck because I think Daryl has probably not done a very good job of handling this squad. But neither, they've done a piss poor job of playing. They've done a piss poor job of playing. Markstrom is not new to Daryl Sutter's coaching. And he was horseshit for. Five months. Kadri came out of the gates pretty good. Well, he just won a cup and he got a fat new contract. Life was looking okay. And then the grind started. Oh, I still got to work my ass off every game? We're not in the Stanley Cup playoffs where the emotion just automatically shows up? Huh. Huberto, Probably a huge culture shock in more ways than one from florida sunshine anonymity going into calgary shitty rink it is compared to the the rink they play out of in florida you can't drive a ferrari around in calgary in january i'm sorry so shock to the system i don't even know if he's married and had his kids but if he is that's a huge cultural change for a family and Daryl would have squeezed, tried to squeeze the piss out of him because that's Daryl's MO is top guys have to produce. And they haven't. And so you can say it's Daryl's, did a poor job of handling them, but it's, 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 it's both ways, it cuts both ways. If they do their job, Daryl doesn't have to try and stick handle with them. He doesn't have to try to push the buttons. And that was Daryl's thing always. Get the top guys to take over the room and run it themselves. Make the demands of their teammates, and he he can push the odd button here and there to to keep the train moving along. When he has to be in there on a daily basis to drag it, you up it out of you, he's gonna
0: he's gonna wear out real fast because he's not sugarcoating anything. And it's probably how you get to this point. When there is plenty of blame to go around. Yes. So it's fine for Nazem Kadri to call it the coach because I'm guessing life isn't a lot of fun. A lot of days. On the road or at home when you're at the rink and with around that team. It's probably not a fun affair. At the same time, like you said, he had a great start to the season. And I threw it. I, this guy could be the captain. He doesn't even need to wear a letter. This guy's going to be the leader of this team. He's gone now 14 games without a goal. And all we've seen, to your point, is miscues that he's making. Watched plays at the blue line, they end up in a breakaway the other way in a goal or a turnover or a lost faceoff. Um, And, yeah, the game on the weekend, it was just egregious errors. He does look like a guy who is frustrated to the point of just saying, F it this season. Won won a cup. This was
1: part of the problem I had with the cadre signing anyway, and everyone's like, he's a team guy. Well, I'm not convinced he's always been considered a team guy, but we'll leave that where it is. Won a cup, big contract, kicked the feet up. They said it was coming. Everyone's like, no, that's not how he plays. It's exactly how he's playing. It's exactly how he's playing. It was easy at the start because he had just won. There was still emotion. He was showing off to the new team. The contracts were good. It it had a couple months, or maybe, and I was the same. I'm like, well, I I was wrong on this. But now it's kicked in where, oh my God, there's 82 games. I got to show up and play all 82 of these. Whew, that gets tough. I just played into June. This is not easy. Right? Like, so I don't think he's. I, I don't think he's as focused on his teammates and what's best for his team as he is for what's best for Nazem Kadri. And I don't know the guy just, and uh, the people say you're yeah. a putz from cheap shot artist from sitting on your chair in Buffalo. Maybe, maybe I'm an idiot.
0: Flames have, I think it's five homegrown guys right now in Manjapani, yeah. Pelche. It, it would be one of the,
1: it. one of the lowest numbers for sure in the league for sure it's not how you run a team
0: so and this is a lot of because we'll have this discussion it's probably too soon to have we should maybe just move on I was going to say if you're if you're running this team you have very few options because of those contracts unless unless <laughs> and I wonder if you could go back in time for Cadre and Huberto it's a lot of money to say no to and they're probably going to still sign it but it's jesus i just i you couldn't have forecasted to have but gone this way and i don't i don't know what you do because those are all they're signed in ink for a long time but that that was the
1: whole problem and that's why tree has to take some heat was that of course they're going to sign the contract you're overpaying them you're over, well i can't lose a guy again like uh, no well then manage it differently and trade the bastards or right like there are other ways other teams have handled these issues and it hasn't blown up in their face and that's the shitty part now is there has you can stand pat and play it out which is what you should have done last summer not signed these long-term extensions because you didn't know what you were going to be playing with Are these guys gonna fit in i don't know I will pay them anyway well now you're hooped. And the problem, and I've said it a, a month ago, I said, that's fine. Stand and Pat might be your only option because how are you going to move Hubert over anything with that contract after this year, right? Like, are you in a, oh, we have to give away a first to get rid of this guy situation? Or do you, what, is there a return? I would think there's a return. There would be teams out there going, we'll
0: take them off your hands, but they're not going to do it
1: right? Like it's even there. I can't imagine
0: or... it's 10 million for eight years. I, I mean, not only do you need to have the space good? and the, I, I, yeah, I can't imagine what kind of a deal it would be because you would have to be at this point, making it so enticing for them to take that mm-hmm. contract and for eating money. Yes. You'd be eating money. Yeah. You have no hope, but to keep him and bring it back and hope that things are and better. so
1: if you're doing that and they hate Sutter you can't bring Sutter back. So something I'm... the what I'd really like to see is all of it change. All of it because it's 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 not working. It's not working and if if the coach and the GM can't get along shame on them. Grow up like what are we talking about? Like if you work with someone like Pinder we used to get mad at Pinder. You, we still get. You
0: figure your shit out, right? Like, to,
2: and
1: again, we are sitting here you moved with to
0: Buffalo. I'm still sitting yeah, with him every day. Easy for you but, to say, Paul
1: But my point is, <laughs> I know. And maybe we're being overcritical. Maybe it's not as strained as people are making it out to be. But if it is as strained as people are making it out to be, the, shame on the two of you. That's childish behavior. You're supposed to be trying to win a Stanley Cup, and if you can't get past that, then you don't deserve to work, right? I think it is, it's.
0: I I have a feeling pretty, it is straight. I th- I absolutely. think the whole thing inside the locker room, from certain players to other players, the coach to GM, the GM to coach. I, the GM doesn't have a contract. I don't think I don't think that they're going to bring him back based on what we're seeing. I don't even know if he would want to come back. And same with the coach. Does he is he having fun? Does he want to do this? It's a lot of money when you're an NHL coach. There's only 32 of these jobs in the world. He's got one of them. But I wonder for for Daryl, he's one. Viking's not that far away. Go and farm and have less stress in your life. Be a grandfather. I just don't know. I don't know. The the unfinished business thing about bringing a Hmm. championship for the owners feels like it's an awfully long time away. <laughs> right, it, it, it,
1: that's you. You come back a, this year after time. what you had
0: last year. We're gonna... Yeah, right. You are gonna run it back. I don't know, Big D. I don't know, buddy. So
1: I think, we're gonna uh, but I'd like
2: it. I'd like the
0: them all. Segment.
1: I'd like it all to change. I would like a clean slate. I am happy. Dump if you can. The problem is, I don't think it's realistic because you can't even restock the shelves with the with the guys you got because the guy. Well, you can do it. The only way you're restocking shelves is getting rid of the guys you want to keep. That's the only way you're getting return for guys, right? Like, you can trade. You wouldn't wouldn't even do it. But the guys you want to trade, like Kadri, can you trade Kadri?
0: Can you? Well, if you can, trade him. I don't know. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can. You'd have to eat a bunch of money and probably what team's going to have room for them. I don't, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: The answer is yes, but I don't see how it works where it makes any sense for the flames.
1: I think it makes perfect sense. If you can trade any of those guys and you can. So with Kadri, if you had to eat 2 million bucks, it's worth moving on. Give him away. He was a free agent. If it costs you 2 million bucks, for the rest of his contract, do it. Do it right now. Do it right now. Same with Hubert. It's a long time. So
2: it, a it is a long
1: money. time. But you have to. Re- you have to have faith that you're going to operate your team correctly. And yes, that money will hurt you because you won't be able to buy all the way to the cap and have full invest. But you can manage it if you get the right people in place and you got to have the kids come through and believe that they can contribute like most organizations do. It's no longer the Detroit Red Wing thing where you let them bake in the, down in the minors for almost too long. These kids are good now. It's not 1999. It's not 2003. It's not 2013. It's 2023, and these kids, when they show up, can F and play. They're skilled, they've been groomed. They don't need three, four years in the minors. Some of them, sure, it could benefit, but if yep. that's your game plan with your high end picks, you're going to lose them and it doesn't benefit them. And you're hurting your team because you don't have any of that youth contributing at a cheap
0: cost. And that was the way it always was. Like you say, and it, it was a kind of a hard and fast rule but to your point the today's athlete is different not every kid is going to need the same trajectory the same path some guys need two years three years some guys are ready right away some need longer than that and we we hear daryl talk about it's done the right way you play here then you go to the american league and then you do this it's not always the case it's not always the hard and fast rule that that has to play that way
1: Ah, I don't. Even, what We can, we use it. We'll talk about it when we got some downtime. No, but there's all yeah. kinds of stuff that Daryl has philosophies on, and it's been true up until now. He's been around the game a long time, and those things were tried and true, and did have successful or have success rates that proved they were the right way to do things. It's it, it, everything's different. The world is different. <laughs>
0: What retro? A year ago, we were still sitting here and talking about how. What what a difference he had made for this team, Eric Goodbranson is making four million a year because of what he was able to do with Daryl last year. Johnny Gaudreau, a great all, how many of those guys had great season Now it's not all on Sutter's back, but we weren't sitting here, saying that Daryl Sutter was out of touch and out of step with how coaching is being done today.
1: That was a year ago. And that, that, that you're right. And the difference is his players went and played to the expectation they were supposed to, right? They performed to expectation. These guys
2: have.
3: Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details.
1: Quit is such a harsh word and it sounds... But they have not put in full effort this season. And how many times... Have been, How many, how many times? Like Pinder has taken runs at Troy Brower a million times. Who's the other guy out of v- Vegas we signed? Oh, the, oh, Neil? James Neil, the real James deal. Neil. Don't bring in guys that are building retirement homes. It, I did it. I was horseshit. I started thinking, oh, I'm going to retire in Calgary. This would be great. How did my career go after I decided that? Out of the game. See you, bud. That it that's that's what happens. Especially when you get guys like Dowdy and Kopitar in LA, they never want to leave. Marchand and and Bergeron in, in Boston. That's that's different. They've created careers and lives there forever. Their whole careers have been there. They're going to have retirement homes in Boston. You don't airlift a guy from Florida, plop him into Calgary, and think that he's going to to the rafters and you're gonna live there forever and be happy to do it. Like it's it it doesn't work. There's too many examples of bringing in late stage guys with long term contracts for lots of money, and it's no good.
0: And and we don't it's know. It's, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, we don't know what offers were on the table for these guys on July 1st, but knowing what we know, if it wasn't the most money available, it was near the top, that the Flames, just you spend to get these guys. Blake Coleman took the most money to come to Calgary, we're led to believe. Same with Markstrom, same with Tanev, same with uh, Caudry. I will it's not Can I interrupt you? Can I interrupt you?
1: There's there's the one yeah. spot I think it's okay in net. If you can go get the best goaltender and you don't have one, that's fine. Cuz goaltending is goaltending and you have to have it. You have to have goaltending. I'm okay with going and signing Markstrom and I, uh, he's had a shitty year, but that move uh, uh, goaltending is an exception. If you can get the best goaltender or a top 5 goaltender, uh, I think you all day, every day, try and do that. But other than that, no thanks. I don't need a 31-year-old defenseman. Uh, who's the guy that went to uh from Dallas, Klingberg? Yeah, right? Like, you're, the you're just then- yeah, 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 dummy. You should have taken the money in Dallas, right? Like, you can't go. He didn't sign a long term in Anaheim, but my point is, you can't airlift guys that have had great careers in certain cities and say, Oh, come here and and feel the same passion and love for our city and have, you know,
0: do it again at the age of 30, 31. It is a game day once again. Retro, they're in Anaheim to take on the Ducks tonight. And then you go back a couple weeks, that Ducks game at the Dome, after you'd beaten Dallas and you beat Minnesota, you came home. And you said win five in a row get the momentum that you've not had yet this season and yeah, you won four or five or was three or four whatever but that game against the ducks it took so much momentum away from them and I just don't think they've I, I haven't recovered I haven't looked at their at their potential to be a playoff team since I just think that was such a kick in the right in the pills that I I don't think they recover from it. And then you see how they play. They're it last exactly night. what, that, they're exactly in,
1: in what that game showed. They're exactly what that Anaheim game shows. Sorry for walking in there, but that's, oh. they aren't good enough. They don't care enough either. Don't I, I'm not critical of their game last night because I think LA is that good. And they were that dialed in. And to me, that just showed what, again, that's a, just another example of what Calgary is. They're a middling team. They're a group of guys. They are not the LA Kings trying to do something. They aren't. That team, I'm sorry, that team at the Saddle Dome, they're a group of guys, or if it happened, oh, okay, this is good. But they aren't a group of guys trying to accomplish something. No way. They don't have a common goal. They don't have – they're not – there's not a chain or a rope that they've all grabbed onto and they're trying to haul – in the same direction. That's that's not the team. That's they aren't all invested. They, I mean, what's the record? you say saying you no, know, five hundred, and you have a Winnipeg has absolutely crapped themselves, and you've done nothing
0: to overtake them. No, you've you've, I've, and you can look at it and oh, it's a two points, four points, yes, but you need to win game and hope they continue to lose and you can't put back-to-back wins together when you need it the most it just becomes harder and harder to fathom that this uh than this can be a thing so it's the ducks tonight uh what are the ducks points in four of six nine of twelve they beat the flames going back a couple weeks it almost it doesn't matter you don't, tru-
1: you don't trust you don't, that they're gonna beat the ducks
0: do you do you trust, no.
1: like, are you going in, oh, this is they four points back, they're right there, they're gonna show up, they're gonna lay a, they're gonna S-bomb the ducks? Is that the vibe you pick up? I I sure don't, no. they might win, but it's a coin flip. It's an absolute coin flip. And it you can't base a decision on how they're gonna perform on any indicators because you have no clue because they don't know what they're trying to accomplish. I yeah. truly believe a third of that team is a bunch of kids that don't know what the hell is going on, and which is sad because they're being taught by guys the wrong stuff. So you got a third of that team that's shit scared of Daryl and just kind of happy to be in the NHL. You got a third of that team that Anderson and I think Backlund. I think there's a third of that. I think Markstrom even Tannen. They get the benefit of my doubt. I think they are trying to do the right thing, and I think you got a third of that team that has vacations planned and they're ready for whatever it is, April fourteenth or whatever that day is. I yeah. think they've got as soon as the the eliminated sign goes beside the the flames emblem on the standings,
0: book. Book yeah. flight. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll tell you what, those guys, what would rub, the guys that do care, what would rub them more the wrong way than guys in the room that are that way? You got that are still doing things the way you should, eating right and training and trying to come to the rink and be prepared. And then you see other guys across the room that are just don't give a shit, or at least you feel like they don't give a shit. Yeah, it's not ideal. It, but no, it's a terrible personal injury, our feelings are hurt. The flame they've hurt our feelings, <laughs> yes. our feelings are, I don't know if Peter Klein and McLeod law can help with that. Uh, but we're hurting, we have a lot of hurt, but in, in, in all seriousness, they are uh, the best of what they do specifically for Peter Klein. We're talking about personal injury and personal injury lawyers. They will take all the stress away. You got enough to deal with. you got your own things, let them handle legal, your insurance, your medical claims, you focus on your recovery and they will take care of the rest. Call Peter Klein 403-254-3664 or at the website you see it there. Send an email. P Klein. So p c l i n e at mccloud-law.com. The injury report and in addition to our uh, our savage injuries, the uh the ducks that's the other thing. Flames really have had no injuries. No about. injuries. They have been uh-uh. healthy. Anyway, um, the injury report on the duck side, they have, uh, John Moore came in. He's missed the entire season. He's concussed. Jamie Drysd- Drysdale, the young, exciting defenseman. He's missed 62 games. He's got the shoulder injury. Adam Henrique, veteran guy. He's been out for 12. Anthony Stellar is one of their goaltenders, 18 games. And Erho Vakaninen. I think I got all the... Nunn's in there. He's missed 20 games. So they have dealt with uh, with their fair share of injuries. And they're an interesting case. We can, we'll probably talk about them a little bit more tomorrow, I suppose. If, if they win the Bedard sweepstakes, what do you see? That's kind of what, what I'll be watching tonight. If you can just insert that guy with that young group of players, obviously Drysdale's part of that, but he's not in right now. Is that a team that you feel like is going to be... In the mix sooner than later. But uh there's some debate as to what Pat Verbeek really wants. Does he like his goaltender John Gibson? Uh what is what does he want to do with this team? Pat Verbeek uh marches to the beat of his own drummer, apparently down there. He's uh potentially one of those GMs that I'm good. I got this. I, I appreciate your your input, but I know what I'm seeing and I know what uh what's best for this team. So who knows what it's going to be. Are you, an old, are you an old school guy? Are you like torts? You can't have this Zegers guy doing all these stick tricks and puck tricks. And you want to maybe frozen? Are you frozen? I might be frozen. Anyway, the injury report, a presentation of McLeod Law. Proud of their Calgary roots, big part of their long-standing client relationships. They understand the city, the people in it, and the way things work. Good people. What we need is good people. McLeod Law. McLeod Law LLP on social media. McLeod Law.com on the web. Good old Peter Klein. We need more Peter Kleins in our life. I've got two. I don't know about you, Red. I've got a couple Peter Kleins in my life. Both of them great guys. Just great guys. I uh, just give me one second here. I'm going to give it one of these things. DDDDDDD. D D D. Oh, I can't from over. I can't from over there. Which one should I do? Oh, reconnect. I'm not sure if I've got uh, if it's issues on my end, but I I see a frozen retro. Either way, um, there you are. I can't tell if you're frozen or you're just kind of sitting there. I can't tell if you're starting to watch. I I just had about I'm in uh, here by myself, Red. i have been here <laughs> by, all by myself. Balls in the air.
1: A, a, a minute of glitch oh, that I, you were talking and i yeah so
0: i don't know if that's uh if that's you or me anyway so is that What's camera on? oh you look great oh, oh you i so like the other yeah not <laughs> <You look> great <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's all good. so many cameras in here so many cameras um we can do the, uh, oh, you know what I need to do? I need to, uh, just give me a second here. We're pretty popular, right? Eh? I don't know if you know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Popular, pretty, pretty popular. Going back to, yeah, you know, we used to be on the radio years ago. We were on the radio. You could hear us, you know, in your car with static and stuff. It was great. <laughs> um, but uh, one of, uh, appara- apparently, one of our uh, we got a, we got a fan out there by the name of Darren Darren's having a big birthday the big 50
1: <sighs> Darren Darren, Darren
0: the, the the with the great voice it's just it's Darren It's all you need to know okay. it's Darren okay Darren's a fan of the show long time viewer listener first time caller long time listener kind of thing uh Darren is a hard it says here a hard working carpenter who likes to indulge in a poor man's hot tub, which is just a bubble bath? Poor Darren doesn't even have a; has to sit in the tub. How do you feel about? Have we talked about this. How do you feel about the bathtub? Love a nice hot. Do you? Not oh. hot tub, but in your bathroom, tub. Yeah. Tub. yeah really. Body soup. Gross. Right. No, some I'm in that. there. Well, not down here. I don't know. Yeah, I barely got running water there. Um, the, well, I don't know why the hot tub feels different. It does feel different. I'm happy to sit in the hot tub. I don't want to sit in the tub. It's really kind of you know, like you said, soup. Right.
1: Yeah, I think you're overthinking it. Just get in there. I do Squash like splash around
0: it. a little bit. Get
1: the rubber ducky out. Things are life's good. Unwind, Dean.
0: Unwind. Shut your phone off. Just yeah sit in the tub yeah uh, let a let a fart out oh too much <laughs> I don't know about that uh, so i don't know if darren's farting in the tub or if he's having a tub today but he's a uh, he's a 50 year old man he's 50. he's having a birthday and he's a fan of the show and we wanted to give him a little uh a little how's she going happy birthday big d um what do you get if what if when you're 50 what do you want to get what do you get someone who's 50
1: I always revert to an experience of some sort I think at this yeah. age though at the age of 50 one of the th- nice conversation with people you enjoy which inevitably leads back to food and yeah. beverage right Foods, like yeah. Most nice conversation is centered around a table where you can, so a nice long meal where you kind of eat a little bit, you don't attack the food, and all of a sudden the conversation dies because you're like, oh, I overdid it. A slow-moving meal over a couple hours, some nice drinks, some appetizers shared,
0: and wonderful conversation. That's that's what a 50-year-old wants probably. Now, if you got that for your 50th, if it was, yeah, we're just going to go and talk and eat. How would you feel if that was your 50th birthday gift? If the shovel I got a, uh, so
1: finger. for, for my 40th, I got a, uh, uh, what are those goose? The Canada goose jacket sweater. Yeah. I got a Canada goose sweater. What do you think I would imp- enjoy more? A Canada goose sweater or yes. love the sweater but
0: <laughs> not cheap she, she'd have, she'd I would have love it.
1: as long as it's a
0: unique meal type of experience right yeah 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 i got you well happy birthday buddy appreciate you being a part of what we're doing have a good one right cheek sneak <laughs> time for the pinder report who is it which, which auntie do. was Tough it can't talk about it she got mad huh? oh really what was her name again The one that got mad because you, eh. yeah, time for the Pinder report. It's brought to you by village Honda located in the Northwest auto mall. Hey, they want to buy your car. They got a million bucks and they're putting it towards the used car side of their business. You get paid in 24 hours, no hassle, no obligation for an appraisal. Just slide by up in the Northwest auto mall. And uh, who knows you could not only be richer, but you could also win a tropical cruise for two. They want your used cars, people. Go and give them a visit, Village Honda and online villagehonda.com. Now, time for the Pinder Report. I cobbled a little something together today. Um, it's, it's it's hard to do. I was going to try and, like, mimic Pinder and wear a, a shirt. and I, I don't know. I was going to try and go, but it's, it's hard. I wasn't going to go wig shopping or wig and beard shopping. It's really gotten out of hand. I don't know if you saw it yesterday. It's really out of hand. I it's, don't know what
1: the focus is it's 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 intimidating almost
0: yeah it's a lot but uh so i in lieu of that i'll just uh sit here and and be fat and do the pinder report for you for uh for village honda uh flames and kings last night you may have heard a real nail biter at the jo- whatever it is jobbing.com arena eight to two the final it was four nothing in uh in the fr- grunstrom and dowdy and velarde and Arvidson. Yeah. It was one of those nights, and as you said,
1: can I you add, have can I add, good, can I, good
0: and-
1: I, I, I hate to interrupt the Pinder report.
0: I know you do.
1: But why did Daryl take Markstrom out? Well, here's – Because if you were doing that, if you wanted to rest Markstrom because you were going to play him tonight, you, you do that after one? Does or- he
0: think – there, there's still a hope in winning that game. Is, he, I drunk was with,
1: behind, is he drunk I behind like, the bench? Cause uh,
0: what are you talking about? Even if there is a hope, it's not going to be based on Markstrom's performance. Yeah, because I'm with you. I thought, uh, but it's 4 nothing. Let him finish the period. Start with Vladar in the second. Kate, Jacob, we know you're in tomorrow, but he, uh, he stayed in for another period. But
1: if you're playing Vladar, why would you put him in for I the third? Know. I don't know.
0: That I'm um... not sure right? anyway. Okay. Six on twenty six for Jacob Markstrom. Uh, T's and P's to to Jacob's save percentage this season. But what? Wait,
1: that uh, Copley guy's not much better. Eight
0: eighty nine. That's terrible. Yeah. 5-0-2 at his last seven, Phoenix Copley, if you need it. But anyway, yeah, to your point, the Kings looked very impressive last night. They look like they will be no fun in a seven-game series if they play anything close to that. On the other side, Toffoli does score against his former team. Hannafin gets a piece of one there. But uh, we can take a look at the West standings. Uh, points are kind of, well, they look at two points. Uh, what are points? Old pin dog loves him. The... Uh, points percentage so there you see it the 542 which is you're, you're ahead of the blues but you still trail the nashville predators who have a couple games in hand three of them in fact so uh not ideal is where the flames sit it's uh we, we would call tonight's game in anaheim a must win
1: mm-hmm, i would yeah okay it is it is yeah
0: peak sadness yeah it's a must win i guess so that's uh 11 more 11 more miles retro. So what
1: are what are we expecting? I know Pinder loves the the points percentage and that is good because it's a little more clear on who's got the chance to get in. But like we always talk it's 95 points. Probably
0: to make yeah, it. Is I've, it lower I've, this year? Are we talking 90? it like 96 maybe. But either way, you're, yeah, that's you're not that's when you start many. to come back around with um When you look at points and what are they going to need to do in those final 11 games to get to that projected point total that's when it becomes very sobering and depressing to your point and i think that's what you're saying yeah i am saying it so nine and two
1: maybe gets you in i was gonna say can you win nine of the remaining 11 well that's probably what you gotta do isn't it it's it's gonna call it 9 call it 93 points so you're 8 and 3 to finish the year and that's if nobody like Winnipeg or Nashville decides to win why are you so negative i i'm i'm i love math i just
0: love math uh, equations and uh... i have one more negative thing for you but then something very positive sportsnet had this on their broadcast last night And we rattled through them last night. And I'm think i guessing you would have saw it because it came up, I think, before the second period or the third. It was the season in review. And the Flames lead in a lot of these categories, which are ones you don't want to lead in necessarily. Games decided by one goal, 41 of their 71 games have been one goal games. Okay, you know, tight. You're in every hockey game losses in one goal games 26 that's most in the NHL they have 15 overtime or shootout losses that's not that's the most they've hit 77 posts I guess we're keeping that stat now that's the most in the NHL they have still zero third period comeback wins meaning trailing going into the third they have not come back to win in any Uh, zero is fewest no one has fewer (laughs) It's hard to be fewer, them. fewer, fewest third period, uh, comeback wins and then losses went out shooting opponents by 10 or more. So yeah, the shot clock thing we talked about it. Shots are one thing, scoring chances are another, but even last night it was, uh, it was going the other way. So that's, uh, that's not ideal, rat. That's not ideal, but you know what? You just, sometimes you just need a little positivity and we have said this for years, where do you turn to? When you, when you need some positivity, who's one person that can maybe walk into the room and change your fortunes and pick up your day and make you feel better about life and the world and yourself other than Lanny McDonald, one of the greatest guys going. And here's Lanny last night with Eric Francis and uh, Ryan Leslie from Sportsnet in the intermission. Why is he wearing an jersey. A? Well, hang on. Let's hear it. Lanny McDonald and Lanny it's great you could uh, be here thanks for joining us number nine is wearing number number 10 10. tell me uh, the thought process behind wearing Huberto's jersey tonight you know what I thought he just needed a little
1: love Uh, let him know that he's okay Tried to encourage him uh, at the skate this morning shoot the puck make sure you hit the net don't miss the net good things happen and you know it. It was fun being down in the dressing room. Patter and I were uh, there trying to encourage the guys. Obviously, it hasn't worked so
0: far. But hey, there's 40 minutes left. There is, Eric. 40 minutes. There you go. Is there anybody nicer than Lanny? There isn't. But
1: the fact that Patter had to be joining him and dragging him <laughs> down is disappointing.
0: Come on, why do you have
2: to do that? Why that's, did I
1: know you were going to do that? that? Wow, it's just a little bit that's of truth it. bomb. <laughs> Bring in Just a Hall of Fame, just an undeniably beautiful man, and then this little tag along. Hey, Patter, too, huh?
0: Just oh, good. <laughs> One of the nicest guys. Yeah, I want, I,
1: I want a cup.
0: I played in Buffalo. I won a cup. I scored oh. in that game. Did you know I scored? Oh, uh, oh poor Patter. Poor Patter. Okay, so that's, uh, again, tonight, uh, I believe it's an 8 o'clock local here in Calgary. Can I just and I- say, and
1: they'll never do it, you can hand the reins off to that human at any point.
0: Dude, we've been talking about it's this for It's a
1: huge years. disappointment. It's never happened. I don't know what the issues are or how far back they went. It's been poorly managed.
0: Put it to bed. Give the man his due. If you want to curry favor with the public and your fan base, and you want good people representing your brand. That's more important. I don't give a damn he
1: will, because he's a perfect, not perfect, he's a wonderful human. So he will curry favor with your fan base, but that's not the point of it. What he will bring is a hall of fame outlook on your organization and a positive vibe throughout your city, throughout your team, he will, not that the people there are disrespected, but the respect for the guy running things would go, you know, boom, through the roof. And I just – it's a disappointment that he's never been given that opportunity.
0: He deserves and, better. And he does, and a testament to how good the guy is. Some people probably don't know that, that he's not – in management because he's at the games and shaking hands and going to suites to meet with clients and doing all that stuff. But to your point and he may not want to, right? He's got a, he's he got may he, to, but, uh, he may not want to but man and maybe he has and we haven't heard but the the man should be allowed to say no to the offer to be the president of the hockey team. Mm-hmm. Or whatever you want to call it. But yes, good people in in yeah an ambassador he may not Come want on. it
1: he may not want it but you know and he's down there and I'm, i don't know what brought him to LA or what the whole gist of it was but i don't think he's been included as much as he could have been even if he's nope. not given t- he's the kind of guy that might go listen i don't need the title and i got a lot on the go i'll help you all you want you call me I'll have advice.
0: I'll have thoughts. I don't think that. I don't think that happens enough. No. Uh, so that's the story. Anaheim tonight, Flames, and we will have. Uh, yeah, starts at eight o'clock. A little afterburner for you tonight. Can't wait. Uh, March Madness continues. No perfect brackets left. It's all been trashed. There's number one seeds flying out everywhere, and you forget, Rhett, with, with so much attention that these these are kids, right? These are yeah, they're athletes. Some of them are going to go on to the pros make tons of money and all, but they're still, they're still kind of goofy, aw shucks, dumb kids in a way. Here's a couple of uh, post-game interviews involving some of these uh, athletes, and they forget, I guess, that they're on TV.
3: Are you a player that plays in a moment like this with something to prove about yourself?
0: Yeah, lot. I've been I've been trying to pull this shit since day one. Oh,
3: that's all right. It's all right. Happens to all of us. We're on True TV, man.
2: I just I've been trying to pull this since day one.
0: Five words in? Yeah, I've been trying to pull this shit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's so great. And uh, but he catches himself. You notice he so "Oh, I'm sorry." Not every kid catches himself when he fires out something that's uh, over the line. Well, uh, you know. Uh... seven straight sweet 16s i'm like we cannot be the team that this one up. so just to get it down and not fall under that hypno ginjutsu or whatever it is feels good man but they're a hell of a team and that's uh, drew. drew drew my man drew <laughs> we can't be the team that f's this up and either he he was he knew he, he was planning to do it and just cruised through it or had no idea he said it at all which do you think it is? I'm going to go on. I'm going to drop an F-bomb or der.
1: I think that guy knew what he was doing. I think you catch yourself. At, you know when there's a microphone in front of your face. I. Yeah. It's nice for us now because we can F-bomb. <laughs> we did it a lot of years. We're able to keep it under wraps.
0: And I like that one there. You the guy doing the interview, he's got sweaty basketball player with his arm around him getting hit sweat all over his suit drew you stink on, dude and f bombs please uh the have you been watching any of the world baseball classic not enough yeah I haven't uh, it has not drawn me in I'm a bad sports fan pinder tells me I, I'm not into it so um, it's hard to live up to
1: his level so but I know it least is least. yeah hey, I've, you know, I've
0: worked with a lot of guys that that have high standards for what it means to be a sports fan over the years uh this is Japan and Mexico from the World Baseball Classic. Winner going to move on and uh, and take on the US. So there you see, this is bottom five. Mexico, a 3 nothing lead. And a uh, little defense for you here. Quarterfinal performance where he knocked in five. Backspins a fly ball to left and sends a Rosarena to the track, to the wall. That one is caught. Randy Rosarena, the latest show. I do love I do love the cocky air around a Rosarena there. So good. And then and then the pitcher with the stare down <laughs> the crowds going crazy. Love it. I love it. So you see there, that's the fifth inning retro. It's 3-0 Mexico. Just put this. Hey, well you know what? playing well. Just put this thing to bed and we're gonna be just fine. But let's uh let's zip ahead to the bottom of the ninth, two on, with Japan down by one very tense.
2: Oh. They're very oh, excited. So <laughs> Randy
1: <Friend> ain't cocky <laughs> now. Boy O'Connor.
0: big hit, six-five in yeah. Japan in the U.S. In the uh, I love the you know the, I, the rest of my days. I'll always love a good play-by-play call with so, with so, uh, he or she that is unafraid to just let it all hang out. Those dudes are having fun in that uh, in that broadcast booth. Do not have the audio of the Mexican play by play, I'm guessing slightly less enthusiastic. I would Just like to shirt. hear it though. yeah, yeah. it would be uh, very somber, I would think. Uh, and finally, I now you're a big deal back in Buffalo, right? You and you everywhere and Robert I go, out, Ever, everywhere uh, I go. Yeah, you need like security detail. Check out what happens when uh, Lionel Messi. Decides, you know what? Why don't we go out for a bite to eat? I'm. You want to go out and grab something to eat? Sure. Let's go grab something. Take a look at the scene at the restaurant in Argentina, with uh, the great.
2: Word gets out.
1: Look at this. The whole (laughs) communities. Look at this. Not like. For those of you that are just listening, it is getting out of hand.
0: He can't go out; it's not safe. The guy just wanted some tortellinis, you know.
1: No, he's Argentinian steak. Having some steak for sure.
0: And there's one other video that I sent to Alex here that with a different view. So that's the that's somebody with the cell phone. Look at the.
2: That's
1: the that's
0: restaurant. Cra- that's crazier than the Red Mile, the, the finals. Yeah. That's you and Rob Ray going out for uh, Stinger Subs yeah. and Buffer. Very much yeah. the same, right? Barbecue. Oh, boy. That's the uh, Tinder the approach for you here on a Tuesday. It's Honda. They want reused cars, people. They will buy it, even if you don't buy one of theirs. And, and you could win a Tropical Cruise for 2 but paid 24 hours. It's, I, don't know, I don't know what you're waiting for. Even if you aren't thinking about doing it, just go do it. It's spring now. You can just walk. Village Honda, Northwest Ottawa, villagehonda.com. Good folks up at Village. What do I got to do here before we... Uh... Oh, I keep saying this. Um, I got thinking about this Sunday kids playing, uh, kids playing ringette, And one of the, uh, the other parents said, we had our family over for, uh, for dinner, my, my brother and his wife, this whole so, sort of thing. Have you seen how expensive it is to get food? We were going to have steak and, uh, it, we just, we, we had pork instead. It's just, it's crazy. We couldn't do it. It just got me thinking. We've always been on the side of pay for the quality, right? Go to Bonton Meats and pay, and not to say that it's extravagant, but just get get good stuff because now you're paying absorbent prices in just your run-of-the-mill place to get run-of-the-mill beef. More than ever, it makes sense to go, to the best that there is. 28 Crowfoot Circle Northwest, the Calgary tradition since 1921. It's Bonton Meat Market. It's Greg Keller. And it's officially barbecue time. I don't for, for a lot of people, it's oh I barbecue all year long, but I think for everybody right now, that cover is off of the barbecue. It's warm. You're grilling pretty much every single day now. Man. I threw some I had uh I had some tired old chicken on the grill last night. Freezer burn on the side. of us it. like, "This is no good. I got to go see Greg. I, I'm better than this." So, uh, so be like me, be like Rhett, and uh, have some have some pride in what you're putting on your plate, would you? Have some pride. Has the uh, has your situation with the beef gotten any better down there? You were beside yourself. You're muted. Can't hear you. Can't hear you. What you do?
2: Now what? Oh. No. There you are. I yeah. said
1: I'm pumped to be coming back the next couple of weeks and loading up on bonton meat. I'm just
0: like I'm ecstatic. I'm ecstatic. We should, yeah, we should Every do a I'm
1: uh, going to have some.
0: I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. So we'll have to uh we'll get you set up. We'll get you set up up there. Um and what I love about it, it's it, you know, it started with Mad Rose Pub. People sending photos, being like, "Yeah, the food." You, we hear you guys talking about, it. "Oh, is the food good?" Is it, they go and, "Yeah, the food is outstanding." The same stuff is happening with Bonton. People are sending the photos. Hey, yeah, I went and got some uh, some ribs or I got some steaks at Bonton. No, you weren't kidding. No, we're not kidding. Would we lie to you about this? Mm-hmm. Would we sit here on the internet and lie? <laughs>
1: Face is showing and just lie out girl. You know. No. Think, ah,
0: after after it. this, we gotta go out in public. You think we're like gonna be Lionel lying? Messi? You know, that's right. <laughs> I can't leave. I'm in here. Can't go anywhere. I got no security detail. Everybody left me all yeah. by myself. Bonton Meat Market since 1921. Best AAA beef, free range poultry. You name it. It's uh, you. You don't need to worry about us. Which one's better? Just, just get it, Bonton Meat Market. Um, uh, tomorrow is Wednesday. Or no, today's Wednesday. Tomorrow is Thursday. No. Tomorrow's, no. Wednesday. What? What? <laughs> Tomorrow's Wednesday. What? Tomorrow's Wednesday. Well, here's the thing. I'm trying to figure out Friday, because not day only off is it Friday. long- Friday's
1: wait, a wait. day off. Friday would be a nice can't day off. Be- be- it, it has can't to be. be a it
2: can't just be taking days are out off. Of
1: school early. Well, it's not days off. We just do
0: days later. This is an off air no, conversation. Because I'm trying to wrap my head around the week. I, when am I going to get somebody in? Do we want to get a host in? Do we want to get some people in studio? want to bring somebody on? Obviously, today we were going to have Sarah Valley, but well, I'm real tired today. Oh, he's always mm, busy guy. Took a couple of days off. Oh. Soft philadelphia soft so i don't, I don't know we're, we're we're planning the week out but um when are so you coming to town well tomorrow i was thinking of bringing somebody in oh Wolverine's out there tomorrow i won't be not there tomorrow. tomorrow all right well let me know because i've got just a mob of people outside we'll have to get yeah, you to come in I'm sure you're all squared away <laughs> But uh, yeah, tomorrow we'll we'll talk about the Ducks and the Flames, and I'm sure there'll be a bit of reaction from what's going on, you know, because when Elliot starts to throw stuff out there, and you've been talking about it for a long for long enough, and I got it, I I just you know what, and I brought it up, I it's why I asked you if you're hearing about it. It's just there's there's starting to, it's like you can feel the ground starting to shake a little bit, that that Daryl Sutter would be unpopular with players or the players would be, un- would de- yeah, that's, that's not, that's not breaking news, but it seems like we're at a bit of an another level and the team is struggling. And, and do you know what I mean? Yes. It just feels well, like, well, that's the thing.
1: Like a lot of the stuff doesn't bubble up, right? Maybe no. at the end of the year, something will sneak out on the year end meetings and, Oh, well that maybe makes sense. But it's it's already happening, so I think the year end meetings. So you always want to be a fly on the wall, but there is going to be... who's hosting these year end meetings? The GM without the job?
0: Well, he has a contract until usually don't, don't everybody June thirty, isn't that usually when when hockey contracts expire? I right suppose before. So, and I would think that if he's trying to
1: keep his job for next year, he'll be holding those meetings
0: but i don't know
1: God, i don't know man doesn't see I a lot know. of rhyme or reason
0: how things are operating right now tell you about uh i got my betway bets i want to tell you about tourism jasper they are back on board they came on around christmas before christmas and into the new year they are back once again they want you to know about uh, the spring skiing in jasper you're thinking oh that's okay Is really still skiing uh yeah yeah warmer temps drinks on the patio clear days the escape card still available and still applicable half price lift tickets conditions are still great and it's uh if you're kind of a fair weather softy like old boom this is your favorite time of year you're not worried about freezing your whatever's on the on the lift you're not having to oh, i got maybe one more run i gotta go in on my toes no this is Beautiful time of year to do it, Jasper, Marmot Basin. As mentioned, those uh, the, the ski card, the half price lift tickets. They're making it real easy and real affordable for you to head to Jasper and enjoy all that there is to see and do. Venture beyond with tourism, Jasper. I uh, I hit one of my Betway bets last night. Retro. I did Toffoli? not. Uh, I had Toffoli and Kempe to both score and it was a plus 550. So I went big game hunting, as uh, as we like to say here, and it actually hit. However, my other bet of the under did not come through in the 8-2 final, <laughs> did not come through. Close. But you know what? We're gonna do the Betway bets. I'm going with the under again. Flames and Ducks, I th- it's it's gotta be a little more snug tonight. I'm going under six and a half for my Betway bet between the Ducks and the Flames. That's a tidy minus 112. And I'm going back with Toffoli. Just keep, keep scoring, wow. son. Just keep going. He's about mm-hmm. the only one scoring, feels like a lot of times. <laughs> <But> he's <laughs> having a hell of a year. Right? He's been reliable. <laughs> he's been very reliable. Can you have some other reliable guy? But, uh, Toffoli, any time goal. That's a plus 155 in Anaheim. And I usually I'll maybe throw it to you. Ah, so what do you think tonight? That's the, you talk about a fool's errand and time wasted. How the hell do you know? It's on the flames. The flames will tell us probably early what kind of a game we can expect. Yeah. Flip a
1: coin. Because to predict this squad is, like you said, a fool's errand. I have I, no idea. I, I think they win. Only because if they don't, they're completely I think it's absolutely they're eliminated. But Anaheim plays loose. They don't care. And if the flames have already like I said, I think a third of them have already packed it in. It's not a recipe. It's not it's not something I'm putting a lot of faith in.
0: And it's hard to look back to that last meeting and feel like it because they were they just uh they just they frustrate you. You come home from the must big wins. It, was a, it
1: was a must win there, and they were rolling. They
0: just got rolled up.
1: It should be tougher for them tonight, and they'll probably play better. So I I don't I don't know. Yeah. But Anaheim's just playing, and that's the that's the difficult thing, is that they don't care. Like there's there's nothing that's gonna derail Anaheim, they're just gonna go play. What are you going to do?
0: What's up for the rest of your day?
1: We got a bowl of soup sitting over there.
0: You're big into soup. What is Big going into on? soup.
1: Loving soup. And then uh, wow. there's something tonight. I can't remember what. Yeah.
0: Kids, cr- kids crap. Kids. Yeah. Kids stuff. You want to do a 1 a.m. afterburner? Oilers suck. Yeah. All right. See you tomorrow, buddies. That's <laughs> nice barn burner. Later. Prick.